dumb fun. Let's let's jump in. Letty, are you ready? Are you okay? I guess, you know, I'm as ready as I can ever hope to be. I, I did some vocal warm-ups earlier today. Um, I, I, you know, I'm trying to be professional about this podcast. Yeah, how are you? It's in, We had a tense contract renegotiation for you to jo- rejoin the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. uh, it's, it's in part of my contract is I have to ask you first, how are you? Thank you. And I do appreciate the fact that you actually read the contract, because I never do, and that you adhered to it, so now I can't sue you, I guess. And I uh, I suppose I'm feeling grateful, you know. Okay. How are you? Are you in your little bean? No, I escaped from the bean. You know, I was last, um, you know, sort of imprisoned in the bean uh, here in well, beautiful Chicago. But I, I was able to get out. I tunneled out. Um, mm. I guess, you know, I guess we can get into it on the show. We'll start, uh, let's just start the podcast. How about that? We, I mean, we might as well. I'm still, I'm so, I'm so hungover from Heidi Klum's Halloween party still. I'm just. Oh yeah, you were there? Always. Of course. I can't, okay. can't decline that invitation. She was, yeah, she was in that worm costume. It was so yes, funny. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was also dressed as a worm. Um, so it was kind of awkward, but, um, I guess mine looked more phallic. And hers looked more gooey. Yeah, and you, you were they. They didn't like that. Like I sort of no. read that. I read that there was someone in a penis costume that got kicked. Well, out see, of that's that party. the issue is that it, it strictly was not a penile costume. It was just interpreted incorrectly, and that happens to artists all the time. We're just we're misinterpreted. That's you know, Letty. You know that I believe that. You know that I. You know my actions have been misinterpreted a lot. Well, your actions have actually been bad and cruel, whereas mine were pure. You know, so I'm just sort of dealing with that situation, and and but I'm here. I'm ready to, um, you know, talk to our guests. Yeah, well, definitely, we'll start. What what was the pureness involved in the in the art of your um, dressing like a worm? It was the fact that I was a worm. Okay. (laughs) That is a pure. That's a pure. I mean, I I'm sorry that I felt that when i was the worm i crawled in i, I rubbed i rubbed on my tummy onto the onto the floor and, and you know i was said oh the worm is here it's time time for everyone to greet the worm and i was really in it did heidi say anything to you she stared me daggers okay venom venom in those little worm eyes through the makeup you could see all that through the makeup i could see that she she her eyes were saying get out get out like i was some kind of spirit haunting her party it didn't help that at one point i I read i did read in vanity fair that at one point you fell over and some sort of some sort of viscous white liquid started spilling out of your costume well yes i mean i had gone to cinnabon before i went to to get myself a treat um, they were having a trick or treat sale, and so I I went. I said, "Oh, what a marvelous time!" And I had leftover icing, of course. You know, sure. I, I always ask, you know, can I have an icing on the side, like a shot, and then I'll just kind of <laughs> lick it throughout the day in a, in a little plastic cup. And I had to hide that, you know, between my bosoms in in the worm costume. So it did it, it did fall forward when I was writhing around on the ground. Yeah. So you see how so that maybe that was part of it. Yeah, helped mis- the mistake, you know, the mistaken identity of your costume situation. It clearly maybe. smelled of icing. Okay. Um, which, you know, is different from the smell that everyone was accusing me. Right, of, which is more of a sort know, of chlorine excreting. smell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, you'd have to eat a lot of cinnamon to have that smell come out of your ejaculate. 
Sure, yeah, and you know, it's been a long time, you know, since that's happened to me. But listen, let's get started. I'm gonna go ahead and play the theme song to the show. We are still on Paramount Plus, right? No, we're on Peacock. Oh, we're on yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. They're really they're really moving us around a lot. They're really moving us around, shuffleboard style. Okay, wow. Well, and they're with the old the old peacock, huh? That boy, that sounds like something you're accused of dressing like, you know? No, I will have no more of this. Okay, fair this enough. Day. Let's go ahead yes. and get started and we'll uh, we'll get you. into it. Okay. What's up, Fanny Pack? Welcome in to Fanny Falls, episode seven. Wow, uh, Letty, can you believe it? We're back. I can't believe it. We're here. We're finally here. Did you say Fanny Pack? Yeah, that's the sort of a thing I'm workshopping for the name of our fans. Okay. You don't it does. Like it? You know, here. Well, here, it's a. You know, that's a vagina pack, a vagina receptacle, if you will. Sure. So, you know, I got kind of thrown. I said, "Oh, Fanny Pack. What is? What, what are we putting up? You know, what's happening?" So I mean, it's not for nothing, funny. but we we do say the word Fanny about thirty-seven what? times in every episode. <laughs> Oh my god! It's a very uh, common uh, word I, on the podcast. I'm sorry. I just, I, you know, we we took an extra week, so I'm I'm, I'm a little, you know, more British than usual. No, I understand. Yeah, say, you know, yeah, you're you know. really on that Greenwich time. Uh, well, uh, Letty, the the listener may have heard. Uh, you know, we we had our check in last week. You know, and I, I did accidentally leak that uh, to the podcast feed. But uh, so the listener knows that I was trapped inside the Bean uh, of Chicago. But don't worry, if ever I got a lot of tweets people worried about me don't worry i was able to get out i was able to tunnel out um sort of in a leaving a wake of crumbled dust you know behind me on the ground as i tumbled out and uh and when i came out letty I, this is what i wanted to tell you earlier when i came out i sort of rolled a rock out of the way and it turned out that i had i was on i was in appleton wisconsin oh at the auditions for jesus christ superstar at appleton north high school yeah, it was, oh. which is not where I somehow ended up in this, you know, this theater at Appleton North High School. And um, I guess, long story short, I booked it. Oh, oh, my God. Um, congratulations. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. What did you book exactly? I'll be playing Jesus Christ in the Appleton North High production Himself. of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Yeah. Capital wow. H. So, excuse me, capital H. Okay. As you would say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that means you have to stay put in Appletown, Wisconsin. Well, for now, I told him that I do have a hard out that I am trying to get to London. Uh, wow. you know, within about six weeks. And the show might get extended, so you know, you really can't. That's true. You know, high school shows. High school shows get extended all yes. the time. So I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. It is a high school that you were cast in. Yeah, Appleton North. Go Lightning. Well, do they know that you're quite not a student? Well, so that's the thing is that after I got the part, I sort of have been trying to blend in sort of a never been kissed scenario where, um, you know, you see that I've, you see that I've got yes. this pogo stick to make me look younger. I've been carrying mm-hmm. this. Yes. <laughs> 
been carrying. They this, do love to pogo. Yeah, I know. I know. So I've been carrying Gen this pogo stick around. It. And yeah, you know, I think all that matters is that I booked an acting role, you know? Well, congratulations. You know, I hope that they're paying you a pretty penny for that for that role too. Well, it counts towards my service hours for graduation. Mm. Okay. So, so it doesn't it doesn't pay, but are they know. housing you while you're there? At least free room and board. I mean, you know, you know, my belief is that sort of the world is free is free housing. You know what I mean? And so, True. so it's like whatever you can find. You know, whether it you know be a bench or a you know a bus stop. There's not a lot of you know. There's not a public transit system, of course, in Appleton. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, I do wish you luck on this venture, and I hope. That you don't get arrested. Thank me too, Letty. You know me too. Um, of you know, especially because I am in an intense feud with my understudy, uh, uh, Jason. Well, I don't know if that's the reason why you would get arrested. I, I feel, I feel that it is more that you are a quite adult man, perhaps double the age of um, some of the other mm. castmates in, in Jesus H. Christ the musical. It's not so much my feud with Jason as the fact that I have sent some of the wolves to his house to sort of rough him up and tell mm. him he won't be getting this part, you know? I think you should really sever ties with, with those animals. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I would love to, but that's not what a wolf pack is about, you know, you know that more than it. What about you? How's your links? How's your family? How's Cairo? Oh, everyone is grand here. We live in a cal in a castle, a cal a palace. It's a castle <laughs> plus a palace. Oh my god, can you believe it? You know, we're just having a grand time, having a home, having a okay. home to stay in, a roof over our heads, um, free of wolves. Just my yeah. my pet ocelot and my lynx, and um, you know, it, it's a jolly old time over here. You know, it's quite far from all of you. You guys don't have heat, though, do you? Yes, we have a roaring fireplace. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's pretty cold yes. in Wisconsin this time of year. Mm, okay. Well, we do have to, um, I guess we should get to our guests because I do have to look in a bakery window and lick my lips in about an hour. Um, yes, of course. That's what's on my schedule for the rest of the day. So what do you say we bring in our guest? I think we should because our guest is also coming from us internationally. That's true. It's very what? exciting. Letty, you always, you give me a lot of, uh, a lot of flack for not booking sort of main cast on the show. But today we got yes, it. Yes, because you truly haven't. And, 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 you know, and it has been quite annoying. But yeah. today there's somebody who actually had lines on the show. She received my letters. She agreed to come on the show. Uh... All the way from Canada. Give it up for Miss Thickness herself. Brett Bilkerson is here. Wow, Brett. Oh, oh my Hello. I can't believe it. I'm just looking at the, I'm looking into the past. You two look exactly the same as I ever saw anybody look in my life. Oh, that's so nice. That's it's so crazy. Nice. You look healthy. Are you fish oil or you know, butter capsules? What do you uh, what's the placenta? Oh, that's you know what? Yes. They're they're mm-hmm. taking that uh the moose placenta's been really uh making the round. Saskatchewan's making bank if you're looking for a quick buck, oh. moose placenta. Same same benefits as human. Uh, but a little added uh, vitamin E F G. Oh, Every wow. freaking girl should have some. That's what they're saying. Okay. I haven't tried it. It's uh, It might be in one of the ads later, but uh, you know. Well, you look quite well as well. You know, I look yeah, big but... and that's everyone just, they look at a mountain and they find no flaws. Yeah. That's exactly the truth. You've always been a tall drink of water, though, haven't you, Brett? Mm-hmm. I shot up at about age 12 and a half and it, you know, it just so happened 
right after my first orgasm and I thought, oh, I'm being punished. I'm getting pulled to the heavens to get told no. But ended up, I just was a big, tall lady that gets cast wow. in a lot of, uh, you know, background, a lot of big, tough lady roles and uh, great camp counselor. You play a lot counselor. of big, tough ladies. I do. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, but that, my um, calling is camp. My calling's camp. Oh. But acting, yeah. it just, you know, they write me the letters, they send me the checks, and I always say, mm. what the G-hex, you know? Well, oh. Now, when, when you say camp, do you mean, like, sort of uh, B-horror movies, or...? No, I'm talking kids camp every summer, and uh, sometimes we stretch into the fall. I'm doing a winter expedition, actually, up to... Uh, Prince Edward Island, we're going to, you know, talk wow. about Anna Green Gables and kind of make it more palatable to boys. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is a real camp. You're not you're not being cast. No, no, I don't know if you've been following. I keep my public attention, my media real small. But uh, yeah, yes. I just, I have a heart for kids and I always thought, here's the stuff that I wish would they would have taught me. And actually being in your little show helped uh, get a couple, I got a real specific, you know, kind of gothy fan base that, you know, people are coming yes. in from Taiwan all the time. They just want to take my camps. <laughs> and what's it called? What's your camp called? Camp, let's do it. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. wonderful. Because okay. that is kind of something that. you always say. You always just say, oh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times to shut you up when you'd have a little, you know, an issue or something <laughs> on set, I go, oh, let's do it. I try to make you oh. laugh because, you know, when you're the <laughs> oldest, biggest one, occasionally you can kind of throw your weight around and, and you know, squish out the, the <laughs> small arguments that invariably pop up on a movie set. I mean, it's like being in a freaking cat kennel. Sure. Yes. You just motion to about seven be. cats that are, yeah, that are they're, around uh, you. They're a little upset because the weather just dropped and they don't quite have their winter coats in yet. So, you know, it's sure. a lot of brushing, a lot of dander spray. It gets cold up there in the great white north. I've got a little condo actually just outside of Toronto. And I tell you what, I don't miss the city, but I'll go in about twice a month for my uh, particular needs. What are the What are your particular needs? You You kind of whispered it as if you know. There's you know, this you guy that mixes up these gummies, and he says, "I don't know." It goes, "There's it's not THC. It tastes like cough medicine, really." But I love them. They oh. really get me in the mood. Everybody just wants to get a little subdued and watch something. That's uh, I believe in that. I mean, that's why a lot of people watch our show now. It's true. They say to, it's they say it's perfect. Yeah, it's potent, and it, they sort of lose themselves in it if they're sort of uh, they've dropped their bean and they're sort of floating on something. You know, they sort they of lose themselves in the show. Yeah, when they, you know, that's what the kids call. It. I'm learning a lot of this new lingo at the high school that I'm uh, attending. I guess I don't know if that's yeah. one I've heard of at camp, but uh, you know, try to make bean happen, Regina yeah. George. Try to make. Bean happen, please. Well, Brett... Uh, Don't uh, mess with I... the Lohan. What about that? <laughs> okay, that's a good one, too. Yeah, speaking of low hands, though, I do want to ask, uh, just before we move on, you, did you... You didn't pr- you didn't grow then every time you had an orgasm, did you? Or was it no, just that No, no, I think time? it was honestly a timing thing. That was just something I had to get right with God about. <laughs> okay, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. Okay. Well, uh, let, let's talk about it, Brett. I mean, you. So, how did you become an actor? Was it after you shot up in that hype? Oh, yeah. I definitely. I was the ugliest kid you ever laid eyes on. Just oh. one eyebrow and a couple of teeth. And, you know, <laughs> really for a while, I had to just. I had to knuckle down and focus on being likable. Otherwise, I'd get the Sweetums treatment, which, if you've seen the original Muppet movie. <laughs> 
Sweetums at the used car dealer. Everybody's running away from the guy. He just wants to go on an adventure. If you don't make yourself likable and you're a hairy little squatter, you know, people are going to, oh, here comes, you know, mini Chewbacca and stuff like that. And then, mm, you know, when I grew, so cruel. my eyebrows really expanded out into two. I never had to pluck again. So that was a, that was a really? blessing, you know. And now wow. they're really quite far from each other. It's, it's actually getting kind further of amazing. every year. It's, uh, it's interesting. I'm, <laughs> I look at like James and the giant peach over here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what was your first acting role? Well, so I was in the background of one of those car commercials where you just waving and the family's there. Now, was that your family or was it no, just like... No, no, it was uh, Sonny Buckworth's discount cars. And boy, he was trying to get out of a scrape. And, and you know, I knew he didn't do that which they were accusing him of then but i oh, no. also wasn't sure it was right to do the commercial but i needed a quick two hundo so you know i stood in the background i held up an axe dressed as a lumberjack lady found out <laughs> there's a lot of movement in the fetish community for big ladies dressed as lumberjacks so oh, a thousand percent i got yes, a couple of yes. small roles in sort of i won't call them adult films but i'll describe them as lascivious films okay. and uh that's where i actually met Don Doodle, who had a connection over at the uh, CBC, and I got to be uh, a very large lady in the background of a poetry reading scene in the Anne of Green Gables TV movie. So that was my big break. Oh, goodness. That's a wonderful big break. All I had to do was clap, and they said, really, like, try to get your arms going, you know, and that's when I decided to start lifting because I knew that they were casting me simply for a a rippling arm flap. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's how yes. they treat big ladies. You know, big ladies and big cows mm. were all getting toted up and down trying to make the people happy. Yeah, you got you got pretty bulky and I and I understand you were on a um you were on sort of a Canadian version of American Gladiators. Canadian mm-hmm. Gladiators. Yeah, that's yes, I don't know why yes, I couldn't think of that how, title. I couldn't remember it either. <laughs> yes. It was kind of interesting. It was interesting. It was not run up to uh, uh, real tight standards, I'd say. Uh, well, I know that you all got to wear you wear jeans the whole time. We all got yeah. staph infections. Denim. Yeah, we switched to corduroy. We thought corduroy would oh. help. We're splitting no. pants, you know, faster than Mr. Bean. That's something you might know about. Sure. Mm. Yeah, of course. Real beanhead. Now, are you two married? Is that did that ever take off? Oh no, God, no! no. I, you, <laughs> My God. Okay. Me married okay. him? Are you kidding me? Okay, Letty, that's hanging a little... around with little raccoons you know, and wolves. I don't know. There was a little. <laughs> when you're on the Fourth of July, you can't shut your eyes and say there are no fireworks. You know, they they're <laughs> no. just they're there. Uh, Letty, never it's... in my life. Okay, okay. I think I do think I do think she gets it, Letty. It's a little. Oh, I just want to iterate. I feel, I feel like I would rather eat my own vomit. You okay. Know, and, and, well, and, haven't and, we all been there? God, when I used to work at Honest Edge, the food they had in the cafetoria was just oh. like that. Like eating your oh, own. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you're thinking, you know, of course I was married to Thora, who played Fanny. You. That's right. But you two never had... As much, and that's why a divorce happens. I congratulate you for going through it and coming out the other end. That's that's tough of you. Thank you. I wasn't, I will say, you know, it wasn't, um, I was sort of sued for divorce. It wasn't a willing divorce. I was, mm-hmm. I was uh, sort of put on the stand. You know, but that's the thing. Really. Sometimes yeah. the tighter you hold on, the more the world's going to pry your fingertips one by one off whatever you were gripping mm. to. 
They always say that. That's one of the yeah. exercises we do at Camp Let's Do It. I get them up on the zip line and I go, you got to trust that you're not going to die. And they look at me and they go, what if I die? I go, if you die, then you're cool. Hey, nobody's died yet. <laughs> Only the good Amen. die young. A bunch of losers, a bunch of losers there. No, of course, I'm I'm married to Cairo Alexander, the famous the famous director. Oh, what did so. he do? Did he do uh, principles? Who am I thinking of? No, no. No, he didn't do principles. He did deans. Deans, you know that deans. was the better yes. version of principles. I thought it was. They came, it was one of those where they came out at the same time. I don't know who was, was first story. and who was seconds, but laughs per page. I'd say deans. Deans for sure has laughs per laughs per page. <laughs> no, Letty and I have always just been friends. Very good friends. Yeah, like me and Asmodeus, you know, on TV, on the show. Okay, we're oh. going to get into it. We're going to get into okay. it. Okay, he wants to get spicy over here, I see. You know, I got nothing to lose and everything to gain in each moment I of know. life. I do see your That's tattoo. That's so beautiful. Yeah, so <laughs> nothing true. to lose. Never... Look at how buff. You can't get a wiggle on these arms anymore. No, it has that whole thing. It says nothing yeah. to lose, everything to gain, and there's still plenty of room. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking of doing spider webs. That would be wonderful. The No Doubt song? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I'd like I'm not home right the now. The lyrics, but they look like mm-hmm. spider webs, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'd be funny if you did it. I mean, you have enough room to where you could do it like the Genius website, where like you click on a lyric and then it's expl- like a thing pops up on your bicep explaining the lyric. You or know? like, you know, that or a, a word map of all the words that the song yeah. kind of makes people think of on the internet. Yes, a bunch of comment sections tattooed on your arm. Oh, let me pick them because there's a couple that I still (laughs) think about. (laughs) So what was it like when you auditioned for Fanny? You know, somebody... It was. It, I was a little unsure that I would get the gig because I felt they were callous kind of in the room. And I know you you principal main actors. I was side principal, so I got treated a little more like the everyman. And at one point, mm. somebody said, you know, they're wrapping up the day. And I understand folks are tired, but, you know, they come out the clipboard and they go, all right, let's get Nurse Ratchet in there. And oh. I go, you don't think I've read Ken Kesey's One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest? And I know that's not... You know, the nicest character to be called. No, of course not. But she did have a nice set of titters. So I took that in with me and maybe I had a little extra confidence because I was thinking about McMurphy tearing her little nurse's dress open. Oh, okay. Oh, that's wonderful. Spoiler alert. That's what happens in the uh, book version. I did, they didn't do it in the movie. I was waiting. I'm watching this whole film going, Jack Nicholson's going to get out these teats. Mm. And it's, uh, nope, just in the book. So sometimes the book is better than the movie, kids. That's true. That's true. Uh, of course, you were, a, you know, you were a replacement. Uh, Diane Scully, of course, played the part in the pilot. And the... Oh, my God. I know. I wish. I just wish so hard. And I still, I think you could make this happen. She will not meet me, and I just want one picture of the two thickies, you know. But she will, oh, she yes. will not. I've gotten uh, burner phones even to try to come on, just one pic. Yeah, What's the thick squad. There. Why does she want? Why does she not want? I feel like I feel that like she doesn't want much to do with this show. Yeah. Ever notice yeah. that the moon and the sun don't come up at the same time because uh, one shines a lot brighter? Wow, That's the yeah. truth. Now, wow. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about you know her and actors replace actors all the time. The sun's got no problem with the moon. It's the moon that creeps around in darkness. <laughs> wow. Another wise adage. Wow. Yeah, let's see that on your other bicep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you saw that because I sent you the picture when I got it done because I did it in the font that was kind of mocking your handwriting because I just, <gasps> I'd only see you writing your little notes and stuff and go, what is this? This looks like 
a little girl and a 12-year-old mm-hmm. boy met a teenage girl and really tried to do her handwriting. Thank you. Yeah, yes. it, it means that much to me that it was legible to you at all because, of course, I am I never... Uh, I mean, I can write sort of fine, but I, you know, I definitely can't read the wolves. Yeah, but it really looks like somebody trained a monkey that's fingers <laughs> were just not pencil right to really do its yes. best to culturally get 1994 in a child's handwriting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like something, something like Lisa Frank. You know, it's like it's oh, not quite yes. right. What something's missing? Is this the Berenstain Bears? Oh, the, the the Dr. Nelson Mandela effect there. Yes, your yes. handwriting puts me in the uncanny valley, and that's why I got it on my left bicep. Been told that Because that's by... the arm I'd left behind first if I, if I needed to. That's why I got all my <laughs> bad tattoos on the left arm. You would 127 hours that one. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would know. take my credit card and go, you know what? Macy's, you're never getting your $550. <laughs> I'm using this to slice my arm off. And then whoever oh. finds it will get a nice adage or two, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got yeah. Bart Simpson is neat on my wrist. It's simply wonderful to have that. <laughs> I just, one Halloween, I said, I'm going to get the craziest tattoo I ever dreamed up. And that was it. Just text. Helvetica, 12 point. Pretty small. I mean, I really, I really would have loved for Diane to come on the podcast and for you for you guys to have an Aunt Viv moment, you know. Well, I'm also nervous that perhaps because you write everyone letters to go on the show and you have such horrible, horrible writing. Yeah. You, I do typewriter. That's the thing. Brett loved that. I wrote Brett a letter to come on the show and she wrote, she wrote, typed me a letter. Because she can, she can read your writing. I wonder if maybe some of these other people can't and that's why, you know, present company excluded, the guests have been quite so awful. Interesting. Um, oh, I don't know what you'll say about me when I'm not right in front of you and I give you leave to say anything no, you like. everything is recorded. I wouldn't her say anything here that I wouldn't big. say. Her voice is too loud. Her ideas no. are too forward thinking. No, of course not. We love your forward thinking ideas and your you tattoos. Know, some people say I've got a five head and I'm five word thinking. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. So are you doing any Absolutely. acting still or is there, is it mostly the you camp? Know, congratulations on getting cast in Jesus Christ Superstar. Thank I'm you. afraid I'm in a uh, part of your competition. I've been cast in <gasps> Godspell. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> or as, as Isn't who? that wild? As, um... The pre-Perry, the narrator gal, you know, okay. that's kind of like, we're doing a real LGBTQ plus open Godspell where it's just a lot of they, thems, and me just kind of learning what, what's, what's, what are we saying now? And then in another 10 years, we'll update the files. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are having kids and I, you know, I always got my camp flits. That's my pamphlets about my camp. So, you Good. know, I'm glad you bring we those. feed the ecosystem, you know, we, we, you act with them and then you bring up little actors. So we've got sure. one kid's uh, seven and the oldest actor is 72. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. And I play in Jesus Christ, 72 years oh, old. It is the they wanted to get an Arabian man with white hair to get as close to Christ as they could. I said, I don't know if Arabia is the right, but they said it's logically and historically, they are trying something that the museums won't tell you. And I said, I'm in, you know, I, white lady shouldn't even be here. And as tall as I am, I barely get in the building without hitting the chandelier. It's a short little building. We're in oh a VFW my. 580 uh, in uh, up in oh. Ontario East. Yeah, you oh were in a production wow. of Phantom of the Opera where you almost blew the whole thing because you would hit the chandelier all the time. That was it's also true. at the VFW. And you know what? <laughs> they did want to replace the chandelier anyway. So I said, I'll do you a favor. It's one night only. I'll tug the thing down. And it was an effect. I tell you what, we... Uh, 
the papers were notified. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that on EW and everything. Well, we didn't know that the chandelier shared a, uh, you know, a plug or the old uh, light fixture electrical extension cord with the slot machine, so... uh, a slot machine did get pulled over on a gentleman. Uh, it happened to be the gentleman who was playing Pianji. So kind of an early spoiler for that guy to get, you know, sincerely hurt in oh Act my. 1. Uh, right as the chandelier well, that's, fell. That's but the thing yeah. about we improvised, you know? Yeah. Yes. It gets crazy. Are you in anything right now? What are you doing? Uh, me? Yeah, what are you oh, making? You know, right now I'm sort of in talks. Oh, okay. Is that a BBC show? No, no, no. I'm having um, I'm having meetings. I'm having I'm having talks because you know I I, I took a step back for a moment to raise um my two children and and now you know I'm done with that. I said yeah, you know they, I mean they're young, <laughs> how, how but, I, but I said I'm finished. How old oh, like they? six and eight. And I said oh, oh send them to the, my camp. Oh, I shall because I really need to get. It's a know, sleepaway. It's a sleepaway. Away. We'll keep Perfect. them for up to eighteen weeks. That's perfect. They'll come also, back different, but they'll come back better. I'm okay with that because right now I find them to be, you know, quite quite all needy. Always, you know, mom, I have to eat food. I'm like, right now, stop it. I fed you yesterday, you know. I'm in talks, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pitch a limited series right now. Oh. So. We have a great state-of-the-art cafetorium modeled after the famous cafetorium where, you know, I performed as Annie uh, before I got so ding-dang big. And, uh, oh. you know, if you send your kids my way, not only will they get to have the staples, the mac and cheese, the oats, the reduced hamburgers, they're going to get to have new stuff. Fried okra, uh, Trader Joe's Turkish apricots dried wow. instead of the regular kind. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting you mentioned a cafetorium because my limited series is actually about the inventor of the cafetorium, oddly enough, you know. It's oh, that a, is oh. a quinky dink if yes. I've ever heard one. <laughs> the life and adventures of Hedwig Cafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then who would play Hedwig? Yeah, who would you cast as Hedwig? I'm oh, racking my brain and I can only think John Ham. I was. Oh my God! I was gonna say John Ham, of course, is my number one pick. Spokesperson for the ages. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Every time he's in one of those those little um, what are those progressive commercials, I say, Oh yes, my God! Yes, his this is chemistry wonderful. with Flo is yes. real. I think that they. I have a theory that those two are meant to be together. Yeah, it's probably true. You think they're hooking up, huh? I just if they're not. It's an unstoppable one, and they will be. Mm-hmm. That's a meant-to-be vibe. Yeah, the commercials yes. are jokingly about them being together, but that's how it starts as jokes and ends as tokes. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. True. <laughs> I did take some improv classes with Stephanie, uh, who plays... Yes, and? Who play, that's you, you know it. Uh, who plays Flo, Stephanie Courtney. Uh, so oh. uh, so I did I did write her a letter when I saw that first commercial. I was like, is there something going on between you two? But I haven't heard back from her yet. Yeah, I don't know that she would, you know... Be- We'll probably remember you. Uh, Do you think? Oh, because so much has happened since she got yes. flow. Yeah, but I included a headshot, so it should be. Oh, she should that's remember good. Me. That's good. You, I always include a headshot in every single one of my correspondences as well. You know, yeah, I my include bills. one occasionally to a buck out in the woods. <laughs> okay. Just to keep yourself sort of friendly with the animal community. Hilarious. No, it's actually uh, a real necessary safety measure. Uh, oh. If there's a buck out there and and it's too close to a nest of other type of uh, specific creatures in the area, I won't get into it. It's ecosystem balanced and very specific. Somebody's oh. got to be the nice one to, you know, basically run the SUV over the mouse <laughs> in a trap, so to speak. 
oh, I suppose I didn't realize, yeah, that that was, oh, wonderful. So that's not so much a headshot as it is you running a buck over with an SUV. No, no, no. The headshot to the buck is akin to if you found some mice glued to a sticky trap okay. and it was just I a see. mercy kill. So you put, you tuck them under the wheel of the SUV. Gadunk, gadunk. Deed's <laughs> done. Gadunk, gadunk. Deed's done. I see what you're saying. I see. Balance Wonderful. the ecosystem. That was the name of one of those sort of um, less savory movies that you were in, right? It was Gadunk, gadunk. Deed's done. <laughs> you know, but I learned so much about the black community. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, we have to take a quick break. We have to take our ad break, Brett. You're I welcome. I walked yes. away better for having done that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, wonderful. yeah. Clearly, wonderful. I mean, look at you now. You see, you're just you're just glowing, Brett. It's great to see you. It's great to see you. Let's do another six eight hours. <laughs> well, I, I know that Letty has a hard out. <laughs> I'm not out. busy tonight. I can't. I have everything a, I for have this. a hard out because I do have a meeting with the producer to do. Uh, well, my... if you keep looking so beautiful, you know, <laughs> this guy's gonna have a hard out too. <laughs> okay. Oh We're just friends, Brett. <laughs> oh my god, please. I mean, honestly, even just the suggestion is is making my sleep paralysis demon come out during the day, you know? As voting as you want to see what's up. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. We, we must do an ad break, please, or the sponsors will kill us. Okay, we're going to take a quick ad break, uh, and uh, and we'll be right back on Fanny Falls, the podcast. Hey, what's up, gang? Uh, it's Topher here with Letty. I'm, I can't wait to talk about the things to be sold today on the show. Yeah, hats for girls. This is Hats uh, for girls. Yeah. Because, you know, hats are typically worn by men. Big, tall, small, round. But now, girls also as well can have hat you know sometimes women i know will look at abraham lincoln and they'll think why can't i with envy with envy abe envy yeah they're like why can't i do that so mm. they will so the, what this does this sells stovepipe hats uh tall mm. tall stovepipe hats very tall but there is a, a warning with the hat be sure to order at least one dollar's worth of dry goods or millinery trimmings when ordering straw hats as a straw hat uh, makes an unprofitable shipment. Yeah, I should mention, this is a sponsor that Brett hooked us up with. It's a Canadian business. <laughs> this is a Canadian business, and we do believe in helping the Great White North. Don't just order a hat, because we have a lot of other, uh, you know, it's unprofitable to just ship hats. So when you order some dry goods or some oats, uh, these are all from the Crest G's catalog of 5 and 10 cent merchandise, which you can easily order uh, for a dime. Wait, yeah, can you give us some examples of dry goods? Yeah, I don't, I'm not Absolutely. sure our, our listeners understand. Because they thought they were just getting a hat, like a large hat for a girl. Yeah, but the hat, well, I did see one person tweeted, said the hat came filled with oats. We weren't aware that the hat had to come with a, some kind of grain. Yeah. It's just kind of a, a given that you'll order the grains. Uh, so I, I more have a listing for, uh, you know, extra quality hair goods, five and cent, ten cents. Extra special human hair switches, choice of all shades, 10 cents for one switch, about 17 inches, and are composed of best quality human hair. Shades so naturally they will blend perfectly and cannot be told from natural hair. Hair These switches. switches are extra full and I'm can just, be held in the following shades. Oh, I, I thought it was maybe a British thing, but you don't know it either, Letty? It's a switch. It's like a, um, you know, you just got this like kind of a rabbit's foot circle and then they just 
loop the hair in a knot around three switches, and then you can kind of do what you will with them. Okay, I'm not sure that cleared uh, it up for me. I don't know that. I don't know that any of this is going to resonate with our audience. Do you? Yeah. Do you think that we should pull this sponsor? Well, a sponsor is a sponsor, and I know that. Wait till you hear about the nickel-plated embroidery scissors. Ten cents, four and a half inches long, I mean, well-made, and have a very sharp edge. Yeah. Special design for fancy work. You you do fancy work, don't you, Toph? Well, I do fanny work. There's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, 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 my goodness. That's so saucy. Well, that's the sponsor. From. Well, yeah, so please order for Hats for Girls. <laughs> and with your order, also order some kind of millet or grain or oatmeal yeah, the, um, the, as the, it doesn't come with it. No, the hat... You can half, half of your burgers... Throw some oats in there. That's what McDonald's does. That's why their food doesn't give you a tummy ache because it's mostly oats. Oh, okay. Well, that well. So order your hat. It'll come. Oh, and if you use the uh, the the promo code Brett one T, then you you will get a hat simply filled to the brim uh, with horse feed. I understand. Yes, I, I believe, but I do believe you also have to buy Low grade another, horse an additional feed. grain. Okay. Yeah, yes. it is not sustainable to just ship the free hat with the horse feed <laughs> with the coupon. So we're kind of hoping to uh, start customers from the bottom, and five and ten cents later, we're at a million dollars. I'm sorry. We, well, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm, you saying we? I know you hooked us up with them, but I, I kind of <laughs> I'm an investor. Maybe... Yeah, I'm a vested investor. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware that this. this I didn't. Was I didn't hook yours. you up with the sponsor. I actually, uh, I'm sort of the Elaine Benet of, uh, you know, the uh, catalog from Seinfeld in oh, many ways. Yes. Yes. So you're the creative. Venice. You're sort of the create creative. Well, in Canada, I'm a, I think I'm it's a bit Elaine of a go between. Benes, Benny's. You remember the Benedicts when they would do Benedict breakfast on set, and that's why that's the only time you'd get me in early. Oh my god, I loved those Benedicts. It's oh. hard to make a Benedict, especially on set with those little hot plates, but uh, they I did know, it. I you would be them. sneaking boats of grace or a gravy boats of hollandaise sauce oh back to god, your trailer. Oh my god, when you're this big, you got to eat, you know, in triplicate. I got my white form, my yellow form, and my pink form, and they're all filled out by Ben and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our sponsor, uh, Hats for Girls. And I think that there's From nothing. From Christie's catalog, five and ten cent merchandise, the original parcel post. We're bringing it back. We're going to see if we can bring inflation down by just wholeheartedly making the prices back to what they were. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear from this ad read that these are hats for girls. And that it should be profitable well, if you buy more. Many, and that's one of many things that we offer at yes, Christie's yes. Catalog. Because there's switches. <laughs> and, and, and again, I believe the, the, the tagline here is, Yes, buy a hat, but buy more things also so that they please. can make a profit. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You always Thank say please. You. Please. Always. A Shimpley's yeah. brand uh, endeavor. Use promo code wow. please to get a 10% upcharge on your order, which will really help the company. That's a donation, actually. Yes. You can give back by saying, when you say please, we say thank you. There it is. Thank wow. you. There, there so it is. Hats for Girls uh, is our sponsor. Check it out. And we're back here on Fanny Falls, the podcast. Uh, Brett, we're here to talk about your big episode. Oh, my God. Thick of the plot is what it's called. Episode seven. Episode seven was the one where I felt like, you know what? I might really have a future in this business. And I didn't. But it was really (laughs) nice to have that moment. I mean, but it's given you, you know, sort of everything you needed. You know, you've, you know, your camp thrives off off the back of it, you know. Oh, my God. I got to be a stand in for Lady Frankenstein. (laughs) 
Uh, oh my god! At, how at Six Flags. Well, I would do that if they ever asked, but no. Uh, in, uh, a recent uh, independent film that is uh, kind of making waves at Sundance called Lady Frankenstein. Oh yes, that's the one where you can see her tits. Yeah, that's... yeah. I was uh, I was not asked to be in that scene. Uh, oh. They had a different stand-in for those. I uh, I have never put money into them the way that uh, you know is necessary for Hollywood these days. A lot that's of times. That's true. That's true. Oh, because Letty, I know that you you've said in episode one that you've gotten by on your natural your sort of natural body. Yes, my my. Uh, your, well, you phrase mm, it differently. You say big naturals. My big naturals. My big fat naturals. Um, sort of, you know, have. Have actually presented many opportunities for me. Now, did you ever think about being one of those trampoline girls on the man show? The juggies. Oh, you know, it's very funny. Uh, yes, yes. I, I actually was at a party with Adam Carolla, you know, back back in the day when it was on. And I said, oh, would you ever, you know, care for, for me to jump around on the trampoline? And he said, oh, you know, who are you? And, and how did you get back here? I thought this was kind of like a closed uh, rap said, you know, it's not really for you. And I, so I started jumping up and down and saying, look, look, cast me, cast me. And, you know, um, you know, then I was kind of escorted away. And so I think I made a good impression. Yeah, I think that you'll hear from the Kimmel show, honestly, any day now, especially the way this podcast has been going. Well, you know, reboots are the thing these days. And if you can find a new way to shine up an old classic, when I meet live action Johnny Bravo, uh, oh. I'll be, you know, leaning more towards the male specific region then but uh <laughs> last uh, last few people i've been dating uh were women and that's been oh, a lot of fun too oh that's great that's great that'll be that'll really inspire your godspell performance i think mm-hmm. oh my godspell i'm just so <laughs> excited because three actually i'm friends with all my exes they can't get away from me sure. and uh, three of them said that they're coming together uh and they don't even need comps which is like blessing uh-huh. because oh i only God, get two nice. per show and i have a lot of friends and a few family that are very interested in coming to see this that's so that's nice very I'm, I'm of course not friends with uh any of my exes including thora who plays fanny who won't return my letters to come on the show but oh that's too bad but you know i always felt like she had a fart inside that just wouldn't get loose <laughs> Yes, that's exactly how I would describe Thora as well. Fighting um, side. So let's talk about the episode. It's so we. You just want to squeeze her, you know. You just, just want to squeeze it out, out her, and, yeah. then, and then enjoy the yourself. Yeah, I would often tell her just it. like sort of double over and just see if that helps. She didn't eat one Benedict. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Well, that she, was something she I did, noticed. but it was not the kind that you're thinking of. It was you know Benedict who worked. She in, hooked up with Benny. Yeah, Benny, oh who the, 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 the sound mic guy, the boom operator. Well, I didn't know oh, that she hooked up wow. with the boom. I th- you know, and yeah. Benny, I I don't know if this is true or not, but in a in one moment he did kind of, and I sorry if I'm don't oh. sue me and all that, but uh, he told me that he had a micropanus. A micropanus. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. He wow. said, and he told me that, and he said, and he said, I'm I'm bringing awareness to it every night, and I said. In what way? And he said, wouldn't you like to know? And I was like, not really. Can, can I ask, because okay, maybe I'm just a little confused. A micropanist is, that's where they think Atlantis is, correct? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually uh, under pronounced, the ground, mi- under the it's pronounced micropenis, in America, but in the community. Yeah. <laughs> Some sorry. people will say micropanist to just kind of like, it's a blanket condition specific to oh, one we We call region. it a wee willy over here, a wee willy. Wee willy winky, yes. the one that put everybody to bed with the candlestick and the yes. sleepy hat. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So that sleepy hot milk stuff. I did know that because Thora, you know, did tell me 
you know, she came home that night, you know, we were well, still together. Well, I bet together. she didn't say it in the same respectful language that he shared his secret with me about. No, she did not. All she said was he, it was bigger than yours. That's what she said to me. Um, but, wow. you know, so let's, so let's take, let's dive into this episode. So, the, so of course our last episode ended on a big cliffhanger. Women can have extremely large clitorises. Believe That's me. That's absolutely yeah, yeah, believe true. me, I know. Um, but so this, the, we, we ended our last episode on a cliffhanger. We met your demon ex-lover, Asmodeus, who's Asmodeus. in league with the professor. Yes. And so in this episode, we're going to sort of dive into the backstory of all that. You know, what's the deal with you and Asmodeus? What's the deal? You guys remember that? Um, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I do remember I really asking love that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so let's let's jump into the the first ep- the first clip here from the episode. This is uh, oh, this is sort of you telling. So uh, a lot of this episode, you and uh, and by you, of course, I mean Miss Thickness uh, and you, Letty uh, uh, Ophelia. Yeah, but when I'm on set, I am Miss Thickness. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So you it is. They, they're crossed over. I'm the yeah. same. You were method, you know. yes. Um, so, so Miss Thickness and Ophelia and Fanny are sort of driving and she's sort of telling the tale of her, of her past with Desmodeus. But let's jump into, uh, uh the clip, the opening clip from this episode. Here it is from Thick of the Plot. Episode one, we'll be back on the other side. Asmodeus, I can't believe we're doing this. I mean, of course I can. Being with you in this way, it makes me feel like a complete woman. My beautiful and Calipigian Misty, though I have slain many on the battlefield, my thirst has never been so slaked as it is by the fires stoked through our bodily communion. Uh, Misty, why are you telling us this part? Can it, Fan? It's just getting good. I've always had a hunch Miss T's closet had some juicy skeletons, and now you interrupt just as the maple is giving up the sap? No, Fanny's right. That part's a little, uh, inappropriate. And while I've got you here, where are we driving to again? I know where to find Asmodeus. Right. Your demon ex who's in league with the most evil creature who's ever existed. Got it. And why is Ophelia with us? Just wanted to hear the rest of the story. Now dish, Miss T. To really understand my history with Asmodeus, we're going to have to go back a lot farther. It was the 1960s. Beetlemania was sweeping the country. Oh, let me explain. We had an axe beetle infestation all throughout Manitoba and Saskatchewan that year. Anyways, I was just a little girl studying at the Hunter Guardian Academy. Whoa! Can you guys believe how hard that demonology test was? It's not as if you need to worry about it, thickness. Yeah, you'll never be a real Hunter Guardian anyways. We heard you took an incomplete this year because you were too scared to be in the room with a training demon. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. I was just I was just sick that day. I didn't want the demon to catch cold. Their physiologies aren't the same as ours. The I- antibodies... So you'd have no problem confronting a demon? Oh, heck no. Jeez, I'd do it right now except the instructors lock them up at night. I swiped the janitor's keys. Let's go, Thickness, eh? Time to put my loonies where my toonies were. Jeez, guys, I don't know if this is a good idea after all. Maybe we should just wait for the headmaster in the morning just so we have some uh, adult accompaniment. See? I told you she wouldn't do it. Why did you not retreat like your compatriots? Do you not fear me? You're just a kid like me, aren't you? I am not a kid! 
Are you hungry? I've got some Timbits left over from earlier. Yes, please. I will partake of your Timbits. My name is Asmodeus of Clan Balberith. My name is Misty of Clan Thickness. My gratitude to you for the sustenance, Misty. Where's the rest of the Balberith clan now? I don't know. I was taken from them by your people. I am being kept here to teach children about demons. I I have not seen my family in a year. Well, that's not right. What? What are you doing? I'm freeing you so you can go find your family. How did you know how to remove my medicals? Whenever all the other girls are getting demon FaceTime in, I- I'm usually too scared, so I stay in my room and learn things they don't teach us here. Like lockpicking. You never know when it'll come in handy. But I do not understand. You think yourself afraid? Misty, I have interacted with every one of the miserable girls here at your accursed school, and I say with surety that you are the bravest human I have ever met. Hey, what's going on down there? Asmodeus, run! Once we get to the tree line, you make a break for it. Misty, please, join my exodus away from this place. Together we shall slay all who dare cross us and drink the blood from their fallen carcasses. It's tempting, but if I'm not back in my room by the time they do bed checks, they'll have every dog and hunter guardian in the province looking for us. We won't stand a chance. So go. Find your family. I don't slay anyone. Then I hope our paths cross again. Misty of Clan Thickness. There it is. Wow, the opening scene. What a performance, Brett. Oh my gosh. I just am <sighs> taken right back there, you know? Mm-hmm. Every every line I said, I can't I had that memorized. Wow. Yeah. And where is it? It's not where in my mind it anymore. Well, the I'm amazing here. thing is, you know, to learn so much about that character. What a brilliant episode, really. Who wrote that one? Colby. That was Colby who wrote Colby that did. one. Yeah, yeah yes. that's a Colby for sure. Yeah. She did Colby, have an affinity yeah. towards your character, and she said she, she really wanted everyone to understand where you were she coming from. She kept trying and... to write me kissing and write me naked mm. and stuff, and I said, you just like big gals. That's all right. Yeah, that sounds like Colby. That sounds um, like her as well, yes. But what was really interesting to me was the choice to have you play Miss Thickness at 10 years old. Well, it was puppetry, you know, and that was a choice, you know, to kind of like get the little, you know, it was my Muppet time, my time at Jim Henson's Academy. Oh, yeah. You were you were operating the little 10 year old Miss Thickness Muppet as well. You know, Puppet. I was operating just the, uh, yeah, I can't call it a Muppet, yeah, it's not, but course, you know, yeah. I, I studied every single Muppet movie to try to, wow. you know, respect the craft that way. So my hands go in, but, uh, you know, I had that little guy, uh, PD, PD Blackwell, I think PD Blackwood, he would do the arms around me and, mm. you know, we had a nice little, like he, I didn't mind if he'd crawl up between my legs and stuff because he just did not have anything about him that was questionable in that way. And we had sure. a good trust, you know. Never saw yes. the guy after we shot, but uh, it was a great, it was a good working relationship. I th- yeah, I think he was a eunuch. I called him the Yoshi to my Mario. There and, you uh, go, yes. And that's like the, like somebody that you can ride without getting sexually excited with. That's yes. a gift. 
That's a gift. That's beautiful. You're sort of notorious for um, being boundaryless in that way. You know, you were always big hugs. Well, I'm a goof, and, you know? Yeah. I'm a bit of a girl goof, and I, I like to <laughs> mess around. I like to make people laugh. And uh, so that comes out physical a lot of times because I'm aware that I'm much larger than most people. So, you know, I see a little guy. I'm going to pick him up and kind of swing him around my shoulders and, uh, you know, <laughs> you call must. it the Bilkerson tornado. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what yes, was the pandemic yes. like for you as such a big hugger? Well, you know, I just kept taking in animals. I just kept taking in. I had a grizzly at one point. Ba- a know, grizzly bear? That was sort of. I had a grizzly bear. You know, the trouble was he needed a couple of root canals, and nobody wants to give a bear a root canal because it's just <laughs> oh, no. it's a lot of pain. And uh, but I That's saw the, the yeah. Cow. I said if he loses both his fangs, you know, he's not gonna have that bear. Now, unfortunately, the root canal I did have to cap him off, so he's got uh, basically what you'd say a mouthful of human teeth. So I always recognize <laughs> him. Oh in the woods. no! Wow, what but, a scary! Uh, it's scary to see a bear smile, a human smile. He was with me from May of 2020 to May of 2021. Actually, that was wow. uh, the time with the bear, and uh, you know, I had a couple cockatiels that made it too far up north. They get cold. I take them in. You know, I've got got six or eight guinea pigs i got a whole mess of quail just uh they have run of the place but i built them a little quail shed because you know they just they huddle up they're so cute and i'm like we're gonna do my dream is to make that penguins movie with morgan freeman but just about the quails in my backyard oh, oh i yeah. hope that gets made i would love i would love to see that yeah, you could do some voiceover on it maybe oh i absolutely you know, like would. a little like who's on first oh, with the God. you know whoever we can get i oh. think of john ham or morgan freeman <laughs> Yeah, I would I would easily love to do that with them. Well, I have so many people writing me letters like these guys. I got a uh, Quentin Tarantino wanted me to do some sort of crossover with the Fargo guys and you know, I just I read the letter, I like it so much and I put it in a pile, and I forget about it. Oh. So I got to go through those one of these days. Oh, and, uh, wow. I'll let you know if anything <laughs> takes off, you know. Letty, you almost you leapt out of your seat almost when she offered you that voiceover part well i just you know i find voiceover fascinating and i would love to work on something like that with that kind of crew you know you i mean do i have a jane austen movie you could do like um one of those emmas or uh, uh pride oh, and prejudices yes. yeah yes i i did voiceover for um the most what was that recent um dreamworks fit p- picture did they do crudbusters they did crudbusters yes they did crudbusters and i did voice i did voice for a goblin yeah. Um, oh, wait, yeah. Yes, yes, I did. Were you that, one of the so. yellow goblins or one of the pink ones? I was one of the pink ones. You oh, know, the cute the goblins. Gir- the girly yeah. goblin. Yes, girly yes, gobs. Yes, so I, you God, know, I, I say... love that movie. Do you have to audition for that or is it offer only for you? Uh, uh, that one was an offer for me. Yes, oh. yes. The, 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 the person said he, he said he closed my eyes and he's, he, when he was watching Fanny, he closed his eyes and he said he pictured a goblin whenever I spoke. Oh, that's so sweet. Your goblin, now which goblin were you? What was your character design? Because we watched this at camp on the projector, 780 kids that summer. Well, it was the pink one that had very large shoes. Um, oh, you, know, you started you know. a couple of fetishes for a yes. couple of my kids. Yeah, exactly. we had a big, we had a circle talk about big feet. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, yes, Tarantino yes. really likes uh, a lot of the stuff that I uh, promote, but mostly it's, you know, Helpful socks, uh, toe stuff only one needed to uh, show that the smart wool is working. Wow. That's the, ama- I mean, it's amazing that wool? you have so many fans. Yeah, it's actually one of the five and ten cent merchandise oh, offerings the smart here. Wool. Yeah, we got smart wool table scarves, which you don't normally need. We got sateen aprons. But I'm sorry, it's not the time for promos. I promised I would keep it. Oh, oh, no promos. No, no, no more. Promos. Uh, no promo. Nope. 
no promo. So so yeah. So this episode starts. We get we're sort of um, learning about you and Asmodeus. Uh, we should talk about who played Asmodeus. That was oh, of course yeah. an actor that we're all very Robbie Bricknall. With. It was Robbie Bricknall. Uh, Robbie Bricknall, yeah. and I'll tell you what, every single piece of chemistry was absolutely real. Really? They were secretly dating the whole time during the film, and uh, he wanted to get married, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't leave the moose. I had had four <laughs> or five moose that were sick in my backyard. He said, we have to get married in Italy, we have to do it right after the wrapping of the film, and I said you know, a long-term partner would come home with the moose and he goes, you know what, you're right. And I also have a sex addiction and I haven't dealt with it. Yes, that's powerful. I said, go in peace and, you know, serve the Lloyd, as they say from the stupids. I always yes. say that that, Rob, that Robbie uh, sort of was the best beneficiary of 9-11 because it really distracted from his sex addiction story breaking out in September of that year. It broke out on September 9th yeah. and he was texting me and I said, Robbie, I go, I don't know what, but I just feel like something's going to come that's going to wipe all this away. Now, a couple days later, I said, I hope it wasn't my prediction. Oh, well, you know, that could be. I mean, I do feel you're very wise. You have the you have the possibility to see into the future. Yeah, you know, course. every time I bring it up, it's usually dismissed as bar talk, but I am a little bit psychic. That is confirmed. I feel that you might be, honestly. I see I see some voiceover work coming your way <gasps> oh. if I ever get my ass to my emails. I mean, I would love it's for you to do typewriter that. typewriter to email. It's No, tough, it's not that. Know? It's actually really not that hard. I keep thinking I should hire an intern to just go through yes, my papers. I think you I got should. Stuff, I got Rob Zombie asking me if I'll do his well, Four From Heaven sequel. Mm. Friend we of the show, Robert of course. Here. Friend we of the love show. Robert. Guest on yes, episode three. Robbie Zombie. For, uh, yeah, Robbie Zombie. Robbie Robbie Zombs. Yeah. Oh, wow. You do have a type. I know. I love Robs and Robbies. I just think, like, Robert, but you're you're hiding behind a little nickname. What else yes. you got in there? You know, <laughs> Robert I love, Durst. And I didn't make this clear earlier. <laughs> I love small penises. I actually hooked up with the sound guy after he confided oh. to me because I just I just think so. So that guy got a lot of action. Then. You know, he played it well. He played it well. And amazing. That's, that's what's just important is if you know a how to torso use it. to end the world. You know. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Is there such a thing as too small to you? What's that? No, no, no. No, no, no. I like a big clit and a small dick. I'm okay. kind of like mm-hmm. right in the middle that way. Sure, I get and a, that. And a long jacket. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm more helmets than hoods, you know. Oh, of helmets I'm more helmets than hoses, I guess I would say. That's a good movie. I've seen that one. I like a clit that looks like it's been like flipped inside out like those little suction balls from the 90s you put on your hand and yes. they eventually pop. Up, yeah. That's like my perfect type is just that dome. <laughs> We're gonna get the explicit oh. rating on this episode, I think. Yeah, this oh, rating. Not allowed to. No. Now you okay. said this was tell all, and I'm very sex positive. You, yeah. and you really people are. People don't send their kids to camp unless they're ready to hear some honest truths about what sex is and what it means for the future. So, Letty, if you're six and eight year old or ready to learn about that stuff, then yeah, you should send. Oh, her to... I don't I've care what they know. I've explained to two year olds what this stuff's all about. If they're ready. <laughs> They'll they'll nod and they'll say, got it. I remember from my past life. Right. They're like, I don't have the words to say yes. If they're too young, they just won't. It'll just like water off a duck's back. And I've got four or five ducks trying to get in with the quail. And I'm like, do I need another (laughs) shed? That's one of my to-do list items. Hey, let's jump into another uh, another clip here uh, from the episode. Roll it. We got a couple more clips. This is the second uh, clip. This is another flashback. And it's going to start. Uh, with Miss Thickness, and she's walking along with a demon hunter, but is it is it Fanny or is it someone else? I guess we'll find out in this clip. Here it comes. 
Word on the street is that the demons we've been tracking have been using this abandoned building as their nest. I think if we flank them through the side door... <sighs> I know you're still new at demon hunting, but you've got to keep up with me here. Sorry, Miss Thickness. I don't know if I would have accepted the demon hunter gig if I knew it included this much running. Yes, well, I'm a guardian, not a gym teacher. Good, because I didn't even pass President Reagan's fitness test in gym class last week. Disappointing. I hear the winner gets to have breakfast with Bonzo. Good thing my plan for hunting this demon nest doesn't include pull-ups, then. Whoa, this Anali building, Miss Thickness. Do you know this place? Yes. It used to be my hunter-guardian school. Now, as I was saying, if we go in through the side door, I think we'll have a good chance to... To die! It's got me, Miss T! All right, bucko, there's two of us and one of you. Do the math. You think I am vexed by the notion of killing you both? The air is thick with the scent of your fear. And sandalwood. And Timbits? Ow! Misty? Of Clan Thickness? Asmodeus? Is that you? Misty, long have I wondered your fate since that cataclysmic evening. You, uh, you look serviceable. Asmodeus, stop! I'm blushing. I'm sorry, Miss Thickness. Are you friends with this Demon we're here to kill? <laughs> a palpable jest, tiny human, that the great hero Misty, who once saved my life, would now take it. You saved his life? What am I missing here? Aren't we supposed to be hunting demons? So the minuscule one speaks true? You came here to exterminate me and the family you once encouraged me to find? I, I didn't know it was you, Asmodeus. There's been a string of deaths across the territory, and I heard the demons nesting in the old Guardian Academy were responsible. Then you heard wrong! Misty of Clan Thickness, our time together, many Earth revolutions ago though it may have been, was highly consequential to my destiny. When I reunited with my people, I told them the tale of the kind human who had freed me. Our people had never seen human benevolence. We only knew of their fear, anger, and bluster. Because of you, I disabused them of the notion that humans needed to die in order for us to live. My people have not taken a human life in more than a decade's time. It's not them, Hope. What? You're just going to believe this thing? <sighs> We're demon hunters, not demon huggers. One of us needs to get our priorities straight, and for once, it isn't me. Hope! Hope! <sighs> I have to go after her. She's my charge. Perhaps later we can drink the blood of our enemies together? Why don't we start with a coffee? Very well. We shall drink of your coffee. Until then, Misty of Clan Thickness. Until then, Asmodeus of Clan Balbareth. All right, there we are. Wow, the the chem. I'm seeing now the chemistry between you guys is so real. It's oh very my god, real. it was AP chemistry, and I got a four <laughs> on the test. Oh my god, college right? credits. That you know, was they spicy. cut our song. We had a song, but they said it makes the show a musical, and it's not a musical show. Yeah, yeah Colby really was against that. I, I I don't know why she had it in the script originally. She must have been on. Well, I'm not vendors. a singer, you know, and, yes. and I just remember. Here's what I remember. Asmodeus, it once was you, but now it's us, Asmodeus. She said my tone was just real flat and round like a like a 
loony or a toony. Yeah. 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 So let's mention real quick. So obviously this episode takes place in the in the sort of late eighties, mid to late eighties. Uh or sorry, this clip. Uh this is when Miss Miss mm-hmm. Thickness is twenty four. She's a young uh hunter yes, guardian. And, back in the past. That's right. And she has her Bostonian uh guardian or Bostonian uh, demon hunter rather, uh Hope. That she's uh, that she's guardian, who is played uh, by another uh, young actor who uh, went on to do some pretty crazy things, uh, and that was um, uh, one of the Pussycat Dolls, but not Nicole. One yes. of the other ones, Bippy. Bippy from we the Pussycat Dolls. Her, we all called her it was Bippy, Bippy. but yeah. I don't remember yes. which one she was because she would never say her real name. She no. said this project was beneath her. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people did not want to be associated with the show, so they did give a fake names. You know, it was it was kind of weird. It was because it was quite popular, but yeah. you know, people didn't like the fan base. The jokes on them because now there's a podcast. You Look know? at this! I mean, oh my gosh, are we all doing the conventions this year? Because I mm-hmm. I might be able to come in for one or two of them. Oh yeah. I'm I I love yeah, I to do the cons, you know. I do. I I yeah. always love to meet the fans and get any kind of yes. uh, chat. And we ah! we love the fan base. We love yeah. them. Yeah. We don't. You know, that wasn't my opinion. I love all you greedy little grubby little losers. But you know, you know I love seeing you as much as possible. I'd oh my gosh, the the fanny pack is just the sweetest yes. gang I ever met it's in happening. my whole life. They come up to me and they have their blank note cards and they say, oh. you know, write me something Miss Thickness would say if I was a, you know, if I needed a guardian for my demon hunting. And, you it's know, I'll, so I'll riff cute. something or write a little haiku or yeah. something like you that. You sort of look down at one of your tattoos if you if if you if you need something to if think If I'm up. not sure, yeah, yeah, I have a couple short hands. I have a few uh, a few Bible verses tatted, you know. I'm not oh. a, I'm I'm one religion. No, I'm all religions or no religion or whatever's in between. But uh, there's a couple, you know, I just like pipe them down there, you know. Yeah. Matthew 16, 6. I got to remember what that was. Hold on. <laughs> just... Oh, you can't. It's on the small ear back. You can't see it. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Oh, Sadducees. Be careful. It's it's the be careful part, but you can't do you know sixteen. I say just the beginning of six. Like I could have just gotten the tattoo that said be careful. But, you know, yeah. I had to go and do the whole verse. But then it's like, if you want to keep reading, here's the free book. I do want to mention that the I, Hope's line there when she says, uh, this a gnarly building, I'm pr- that, pretty sure that was a typo in the script that then Bippy just read as written uh, without questioning it. And I'm pretty sure that's real. A good actress will never question a line yeah. uh, that no. may be a typo. Yeah. Because you have to make it true for your character and true, true for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And we, it was da- it was actually quite dangerous to question typos on, in Kobe's set. So, you know, you, objects oh would gosh. fly at you, you know, from every which way. Yeah. Like freaking K- Stephen King. Exactly. And the gal's... A little too freaking, you know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of the the gang from Stephen King's are like, well, your mom was too religious, and now you're all messed up. Yeah. That's yeah. the truth. That's yeah. the truth. Yes. It's again true. Yes. There's all based in truth, very much. Well, we don't have a lot of time here, so why don't we jump into the the sort of final clip of this episode? Let's. Um. Please. And uh, and then we'll be back on the other side of it to sort of wrap up here with Brett. But here is the the thrilling conclusion of the story of Asmodeus and Misty Thickness. Uh, Here it is. We'll see you on the other side. It is remarkable, Misty of Clan Thickness. When I was a youngling, no one made me feel as beheld as you did. Not any of my people, certainly not any of yours. Now, 
All these years later, that feeling endures. I got news for you, Asmodeus. I'm not exactly all that understood by my people either. When I'm out in the world with everybody else, it just feels like... Like my body parts are all put on backwards. Who put your body parts on backwards? I will hunt them down and make them die, uttering your sweet name! No, Asmodeus is figurative. I just mean it feels like... Like I'm a big weirdo. But not with you. With you, I feel like I can finally just be myself, and not only is it enough, it's... it's right. You are no weirdo, Misty, and now you never have to feel that way again. I'm gonna go to the washroom. I will thirst for your return. I require nothing! Please be gone! Demon. Hunter! What is your affair here? Looks like I should be asking you the same question. How did you find me? Isn't that obvious? Miss Thickness led me here. Hope? Misty, you betrayed me? Hope, put down the axe. What are you doing here? My job. <laughs> Killed Hope and ran out into the woods without looking back. When I went back to the old Guardian Academy to find him and explain, his whole tribe had moved on. Well, this was not exactly the feel-good story of the year. We're here. The Demon Hunter Guardian Academy, I presume? You, uh, coming with, Ophelia? No, I'm good here. I have my Discman. Are you sure? Sure I don't want to meet your demon ex who killed a demon hunter in seconds last time you saw him? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, you'll be fine, Fanny. Besides, this is the Sony D55 Discman with skip protection buffering, so even if he pummels you so hard into the ground it separates the continental shelf and causes an earthquake, I won't miss a beat in my tunes. Now, can you close the door, please? Canada is cold. Thank you. I suspected you would come, though I hoped you would not. Because you didn't know if you'd be able to kill me? Because I knew I would have to. Not gonna happen, Horny. You insult me further, Misty, by bringing along another prejudiced hunter meant to kill me? I will slash her throat quicker than the last. Why does everyone think I'm prejudiced? God darn! Asmodeus, I did not betray you. I didn't lead hope to you. She must attract me to get to you. I had nothing to do with it. It matters not. I learned that day that no one would ever accept us. Who cares who accepted us? We accepted us. But we would always be in danger of harm from the most close-minded of both of our people. Don't look at me. I'm actually dating a mummy. My people have been at war with the mummies for centuries. You know what? This is between y'all. I'll be over here. So what's the real story here, Asmodeus? You think I betrayed you? Or were you worried about our safety? Or maybe, just maybe, you were scared that you might actually be happy. I fear nothing! I have chosen my side. The professor has provided asylum and safety for my people. Draw your weapon, Misty. Yeah, okay. Timbits. Look out, Miss T. It's a portal. 
You will die another day, Misty of Clan Thickness. See you around, Timbit. Wow, okay, and and we're back. Uh I think we're all sort Emotional. of Yeah, we're all sort of mm. sort of dabbing at our eyes here a little bit. I mean I mean, I'm especially emotional thinking about that disc, man. Oh, mm. oh, uh, you know. Yeah, and it made you. I'm, I made me hungry. Yeah, yeah. you're picking up some timbits over some, there. Uh, I'm having some timbits. Yeah. Timbits. Uh, which, of course, <laughs> Tim Hortons. It's a Canadian yes, uh, restaurant. Yes, it's Canadian. Well, you know, it's the shavings off of the bagels that got too crispy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the um, truth. Boy. They're great, though. You put a little honey mustard powder on them. For, so I do want to say, first of all, you may have spotted, the eagle-eared listener will spot uh, a little bit of uh, product placement in that scene uh, from the Sony D55 uh, Discman. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We all got free. We all got free discsmen. Discman, oh, hey, so we I had to get do one. It. You I actually, uh, oh. you know, I donated mine. That's what I did. Oh, that's so on nice. me. I gave that one to a child in need. Oh, I used mine. Yeah. I took mine and I loved it. And I would wear it all around the town. And kids would say, "Oh, I want one." And I'd go, "Well, you should be on a show. Sucks to be first you. kid that said that to me." I said, "Here you go, Here you pal. go yes." Wow. That's I still use mine today. I, I burrowed to Appleton listening uh, to uh, Michelle Branch's Spirit Room album on repeat. Oh my god, she wrote, a lot of she wrote me a letter recently. <laughs> I haven't got around to responding to it. Oh yeah. But- we might do a collab, yeah. Oh, that's good. She's had some hard times. It'd be nice for her to have something like that. You know, I, I said just focus on what's good. Focus on what's going right. Well, that's what I will say when I uh, yes. install my new ribbon in the typewriter. Focus that's on really driving your piano here. about the town. That's what I say. <laughs> that's Vanessa, that's Vanessa Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> oh, which one is Michelle Branch? <laughs> She's the other Everywhere one. Everywhere to me. Yeah. That's not a piano? When I close no, my eyes, that's a guitar. Oh. I see. Yeah. Well, well, pianos and guitars, they've always messed me up. It's like I'm colorblind, but for those two instruments. What an interesting defect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Music classes were a nightmare. Our time here is about up. We're we're going to we're going to forego the question of the week. We'll 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 pick it up again next week, but is yes. there No question about it this week. That's right. Is there anything I that... unfortunately have to do my production meeting to pitch yeah. my little show. Is anyway. The... Good luck. I hope it goes really well. Is there anything yeah, that you, you uh that you you want to say to the fans or anything before we get out of here, Brett? Absolutely. I just want to encourage everybody, Camp Let's Do It, for all your child needs and for all your Mechanics Pumice Uh-oh. hand soap needs. Yeah. You can uh, get a very desirable soap from Mechanics Printers Machinists sort of as it cuts from the catalog. Grease yeah. and grime yeah. from Crestie's Catalog 5 and 10 cents merchandise, the original parcel post 5 and 10 cents store. What a, what sort of so, deal uh, did you sign? Are you, are you deep in, do you owe these people a lot of money? Are you What's okay? going on? Oh, no, no, I'm doing great. They're actually, uh, they're starting to come to me a little nervous that it's not going to happen, but I'm dutifully promoting all the products that they say they will have available in 2020. 23 okay all right well yeah brett you're a ray of giant sunshine uh in all of our lives and to this day when i see you on the social media when i can get to a computer it really warms my heart uh to to see you come by the cabin sometime i I feel like you could just get some of that time away you know and just not worry about all that stuff I'm, i'm looking at a map um, I think that Canada is on the I'm way. I'm in Mistawis. Canada... I'm in Mistawis, just outside of Ontario. Okay, yeah, I think that's on the way to London. Uh, so you know, yeah, yeah, it might as well be. Yeah, you should yeah. go up so there I'll... for a while. Have a visit. I'll stop on yeah, there. Yeah, hey, you can stay with me if you don't mind. A couple alpacas uh, coming in from the cold when it gets real cold. 
uh, we kind of do, we do alpaca movie nights when it's uh, huh. below 13 degrees below zero. That does sound fun. I'm not worried about me with the alpacas so much as my entourage. Alpaca blanket, <laughs> I say when we do it. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's more in my entourage of, uh, you know, my agent Sam Wolfman and uh, and uh, the rest of the How wolves. How much are you paying these guys? Oh, I wish I was paying them, but it's more of a blood sort of connection that, you know, we have killed oh, antelopes yeah. together. It's really and- it's really not okay. I, f- I find it disheartening that you have this business relationship. But, well, you know, you've heard my piece. You've heard my no, piece. I find That's all it I'll say. disheartening that your husband kidnapped and held a woman captive for years. But, you know, we don't. That didn't happen. We don't poke. Well, this we- is the sexy hard out that I wanted. This chemistry is snap, crackle, and pop. I better call Kellogg's and see if Rice Krispies <sighs> wants to do a sponsorship. We don't, you know, sort of aye, what, aye, what aye. makes us friends is that we don't we don't sort of take each other out at the knees. We don't poke fun at each other's weak spots, you know. So that's what, why yes, our friendship. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And that's what's very sexy about it. All yeah. these years. Brett, thank you so much for being on the thank podcast. You so Thanks Brett. for having me. Write me a letter. Maybe I'll call or write you a letter. Maybe we'll hear fireworks at the 4th of July. Oh, there's some of that. Oh, she's she's, well, she's pointing to her, her tattoo sort of on her chest plate. I'm not too sure and I'm not too proud. <laughs> it goes on. It goes on. It's a very <laughs> big tattoo. Uh, Letty, we'll see you next week. Brett, we thank you. We'll talk to you yes. in the future. Fanny Pack, we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about uh, the, I believe it's the Body Switch episode. Uh, Mall oh, of one of my favorites. Well, yeah, it's going to be a good one. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Fanny Pack. Bye. Bye. What's up? Hashtag Fanny Pack. It's Andy Fleming, and I just gotta thank our amazing cast for this episode. Mandy McKelvey as Fanny Falls, Ashley Lyston as Sophie the Canadian Bully, and Hope the Demon Hunter. Rudy Schultz with some incredible work as Asmodeus. My amazing co-host Stephanie Weber as Letty Lamora as Ophelia Orkin, and Jade the Canadian Bully are incredibly talented guests for this episode. Sarah Shockey as Brett Bilkerson as Misty Thickness, and little old me, Andy Fleming, as Topher Jason. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Uh, it would really mean a lot to me if you could write us a review on iTunes tunes you i'm talking to you or you can share it on social media tell a friend any of this stuff means a lot just shoot me a message tell me you're enjoying the show i'll take it you can also check out our patreon at patreon.com slash dumb fun and support the show for as little as two dollars that supports the whole dumb fun family of podcasts which includes fanny falls demon hunter 30 characters and musical the movie the podcast where we watch a different musical movie every week and i write a new song for it also i was wrong at the end of this episode the next episode is not the body switch episode it is in fact the asgard episode so don't watch the body switch episode watch the asgard episode just kidding the show's fake see you in two weeks